everyone, and welcome to the Engineer of What podcast. You have myself, Nathan, and Ricky this week is actually on his honeymoon. Yes, he got married a couple weeks ago, but he is on his honeymoon with his lovely wife, having fun. They're on a cruise, killing it up. Uh, he's also, I'm kind of jealous because as he's gone, he's on Google Fi, so he can still text me and all that other stuff. So that's pretty cool while that they're down in the Bahamas. But I have with me this week uh, none other than Jeff Pitcher. Jeff, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. So uh, quick background, and Jeff, I'll let you go in a second. But Jeff and I have done audio work before. Uh, I've mentioned it on the podcast. He's the one that works for Apex Audio. He was our unofficial sponsor in the first episode, Apex Audio. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'll have, go, I'll have to go check my books to see what it cost us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'll let Jeff introduce himself, but I mean, he's the one we've done Soulfest with and the, the kind of talk back for us. So Jeff, if you can give a quick background of what you do and all that stuff. Sure. So I run Apex Audio Visual Solutions, pretty much a, um, currently it's a, like a three person venture with just a couple of engineers that work with me. Uh, Nate being one of them on occasion when he can. And, uh, we do concerts, we do, uh, corporate events, keynote speaker events, and we just opened a recording studio out in Mayfield, New York. Which is awesome, by the way. The studio is coming along great. I was it's, out there a couple weeks ago. It's got a new floor now, too. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, yeah. I did it all this week. <laughs> you did it yourself? Yeah. we had a, I had a, a session coming in that was going to be not like super notable, but uh, someone I wanted to treat pretty well. So I, um, I like, took everything out of the studio and put a new floor down, the whole thing. Wow. That's so, pretty uh, good. A band that you wanted to treat. Treat special. That's you know, if it's not me, I don't know who you're talking about. So, well, like uh, you, you know, you haven't, uh, you guys haven't actually booked your time with me yet. I know. Or come up with a name yet. I still call you Westbury Waterfall, but no one, no one seems to. I think it's catch. a good name. I think we're gonna <laughs> stick with it. Yeah, but now that there's a new floor in there. There's a drum riser now and um, cloud baffles throughout like the entire live room. It's a pretty decent sounding room, but I'm gonna keep working on it. Nice, nice. So. I'm going to even give Jeff some background here of what we talk about. So we just talk anything engineering. So anything you can think of in terms of audio related. I mean, I've covered software engineer. Ricky's covered watering, um, mechanical stuff. So what we're going to talk about, I want to bring our experience to Soulfest first and kind of talk about what it's like to do production, front of house, all that stuff for Soulfest, and then dig into what you guys kind of do week to week with sometimes me, mostly you and Billy and everyone else. Is that cool? Yeah, man. All right, so, um, and this is even new for me. So, how how do you get a, a gig like a, like Soulfest? So, Soulfest <laughs> is a, a music festival over the course of a couple days. For us, it's always an extra day tacked on. But I mean, how how do you keep getting that contract or bid or whatever it is over and over again? All right, well, I'll go. I'll go to how we got the original uh, connection with them. Perfect. Uh, I played in a band called Cardia for a number of years, and we uh, we best bought- bass player. Best yeah, I was player. the best bass player in the world, as Nate can attest. Um, <laughs> I definitely didn't play a Mumford & Sons song backwards once. No. Uh, no definitely First time didn't. I ever saw you play, and <laughs> that's that's what it was. It was absolutely amazing. I'm really a drummer, and I yes. I needed to play bass in this band because my drummer was better than me. Um, and But you're a actually, good drummer. I'll give I'm, you that. I'm, I'm you pretty a good drummer, drummer yeah. yeah. He's also yeah. a better bassist than I am, too, that drummer, but you know, whatever. That doesn't take much, yeah. <laughs> no, really, you know, my, um, my 10-year-old niece is better than me. Wow. Um, yeah, it's sad. So I played in this band called Cardia, and we um, we bought in to this festival, Soul Fest, which means we we bought a bunch of tickets at one rate and then sold them to earn a spot. After we did that for one year, we offered to do sound for a couple other smaller stages, so it wouldn't be a massive undertaking. 
And real quick, have you guys sure. as Cardia been doing sound for a while at this point, or did you get sound for Soulfest? So we've been providing our own audio since we started. And yeah, okay. um, for yeah. for a while, it was just like a, a pair of like unpowered Yamaha speakers and sure. um, and like what, what, what do we use? I don't even remember what board we had. It was probably terrible though. Oh yeah, we borrowed a mix wizard from from a friend of Ooh, ours or something like that. I haven't yeah. heard that word in a long time. I mean, they're great sounding boards for what they are, but like you know everything everything that price range is digital now. Yeah, um, yeah. So we did that for a couple of years, and Soulfest is unique in that it has a stage on top of a mountain because it's at a ski resort. So we have the mountaintop stage, and then we have a smaller one in a tent called the Justice Center, because I'm sure we'll reference it a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, it's just a small PA, nothing crazy, and most of our engineers come and did it for, came and did it for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and that bought that then bought us in for the second year. We're like, hey, we'll do your sound, and we'll do it for free. Just give us a couple of slots on your stages with some good headlining artists and the one thing led to another, and and now we're running their um, now we're running their C stage, which is called Mercy Street. It's the only indoor stage, and which is um, awesome when it rains. Oh, it's so great because there's like 700 people crammed into a 300 person building. It's awesome. You're generous for 300 people. I mean, gym. We, I was the gymnasium that we do church in on Sundays. Now the occupancy is only 250. Yeah, I think the um, I think the actual legal occupancy of this place is like 340. Oh wow, um, okay. So but that's because you have balcony. the you have the balcony upstairs. Yeah. You've okay, got the kitchen fair. on the side too. Okay. Um, and uh, and it's New Hampshire, so they really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, that could be the case. Don't get mad at me, Gunstock. That's just I'm just yeah. guessing. Um, so we uh, so we run that now. That's that's how we got into it, and now we're actually getting paid to do it. Um, though we work at a considerable discount because it's a it is a pretty big honor to to get to uh, produce most of those artists. It is. I'll say that um, I think. I don't know if this was the first year, or second year you did sound, but Justice Center for free was was me yep. when I worked out for you. I don't know if that was the first year, or second year that you did. I think that was uh, the first year we um, provided audio, but it was the second year we were there because you were down there on yeah. Justice Center with Keith, uh, yes, who's like our yep. band dad. Uh, he's our dr- he was our drummer and our uh, guitarist's father, and he's an engineer and taught me an audio engineer. Sorry, I know there's a lot of engineers that listen to this, yeah, yeah. Or that are on this. Uh, he taught me a lot of what I know now, and um, and we had our other engineer, uh, John John Williams, not to be confused with the Star Wars John Williams, up on the mountaintop. Yep. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can you real quick? I want to make sure that everyone can paint this picture. I want you to paint a picture of what it's like to bring equipment up the mountaintop. <laughs> All right, because um, that's the, an experience. That's the sc- scariest moment of my entire life. Um, yeah. So there are two options. You can either um, cart everything up there with what they call a gator, which is like an all-terrain version of a golf cart. And uh, half your equipment will probably break because of the shock um, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the way up. There's too many bumps and things kind of get knocked off the cart. Uh, we did that two years ago. That was a blast. Uh, but usually we go up a, uh, a ski lift and we, we put the equipment in there. We strap it in, which normally isn't a big deal because it's just a couple of speakers, not a big deal. But then you bring mm-hmm. up your subwoofers. And in this particular case, we had one that weighs about 160 pounds. And um, it, um, it, was a, it was a nightmare trying to get it up. But getting it down is the scary part because it's yeah. always going to rain and you're always going to get it down in a hurry. And when you take stuff off of one uh, lift... The next one stops because you have to stop it to get everything off. So we had this like you know 160 pound subwoofer overhead because the uh, the ski lift goes over the main crowd, like 12,000 people watching Skillet play. 
And so myself, John, man, you might have been standing next to me, Nate. I oh, I remember. saw it one year. No, I saw it one year. Yeah. Yeah, we're I just, was in the ski lift behind it. I was uh, the one who put the sub on, and right. I was following it down. Yeah. So we're just standing there, down like backstage, looking up at this, you know, 160 pound death trap that might just fall on a crowd of, you know, of, of 12,000 people. Fortunately, it didn't because yeah. you know it, we're we're smart enough to. I think we're still here and doing it. Yeah. You kind of strapped it in, right? I don't remember. Um, no, the, the thing was, there, no, it was literally just the the bar that holds <laughs> skiers down, just put down. There was no yeah. bungee cord. There was no nothing. We're professionals. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the equivalent of is like, I mean, if you, if anyone who's listening has been on a Ferris wheel and they like stop to let someone on and you're at the very top and you're swaying back and forth, yeah. that's, that's what it is. And it's terrifying. There's a, uh, a couple of years ago, I was manning the mountaintop stage because it's super, super stressful because you don't have any backup up there. I yeah, because it takes 30 minutes to get anyone. Anyway. Yeah, so we bring extra equipment up there and we put engineers that are like capable of running it by themselves, mm-hmm. uh, which would have been, I mean, Nate, you could do it too, but we didn't have to run it this past year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thank goodness. I was up there the last day and it started pouring and there was a massive thunderstorm and the mm-hmm. pr- assistant production manager, Jesse, thought I was still up on the mountain and I had already gotten down and most of our gear was down and I've never seen somebody so happy to see me alive. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out he and I are cousins, so that's a really kind. I was going to say that's yeah. that's why is because you guys just had that because at this point you didn't know the bond that you guys had. So now that you have this bond, it was just kind of now makes sense of why he was. Yeah, so happy yeah, we, yeah. We just worked together for years and had no idea. We look really similar. It's kind of funny. We have the same nose. It is. Yeah. Yep. But, Definitely yeah, is. but there's four. So there's four stages. Sometimes five at this festival, and it's uh, it's a blast to do. We only run one or two. Um, we hopefully are going to get. Um, the B stage next year and the C stage, but we'll we'll see what happens when they uh, when they announce the artists for it. I know I'm really hoping because this year this year was probably the best year. Like we killed it in terms oh, of yeah. stage we, and everything we a, else. We did a good job. Well, they also gave us a stage manager this year. <laughs> I know. Thank goodness I wasn't ready to do that again. Do front of house and and stage manage. I wasn't yeah. ready for that. Yeah. yeah, and it was uh, and you did, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna brag on Nate for a little bit here. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the first year he came with us, he was kind of doing audio a little bit, and we gave him an easy stage. The next year he came with us, we gave him a uh, well, a 48-channel digital console. Uh, it's a GLD-112 uh, from Allen & Heath, and he had never seen it before. No. <laughs> and um, our A1 engineer... A1 is like the, the, the top tier of engineer, and then the A2 is yeah, like actually the, explain, the next explain. engineer. Is oh, it just sure. A1 and A2? I don't even know past that. <laughs> yes, so as far as, there might be an A3, but I would never hire one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so an A1 engineer, that's, that's somebody we would throw on like a, like a Midas Pro 2 or a, a GLD-112, one of the higher-end digital consoles that take a lot of know-how, um, and someone that has developed a good ear and knows what to listen for. And, and uh, so our best guy, Ryan, uh, had to um, he took a job with Life Church in... Oklahoma, and he ended up overseeing a bunch of install projects, so he couldn't make it out. So poor Nate was was stuck running the stage pretty much by himself, and with Keith, the the dad of the band, and uh, and he destroyed it. And everyone was like, "Man, that guy Nate, whoever he's really good. Whoever's running Mercy Street's really good." He was the engine. He was the lead engineer. He was the stage manager, and we did have someone running monitors for him, and, but that was that was it, right? We didn't even have an MC. Yeah, it felt good coming back year two, not touching the GLD or GDL for for a year, and uh, still still knowing where everything was. And we even got pulled a couple different ways for that. I won't say his name, but that one keyboard player wanting all that crazy stuff. I don't even remember what one that was at this point. Oh wait, 
It was the last night. Um, you oh yeah uh, yeah yeah basin yeah it was, yeah, basin yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, because they had a bunch of weird stuff they wanted to do. We're like, really? You need all this for your six people? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Whatever. Um, yeah. So that's that's um, that's how our stage at Soul Fest was around that one year. But um, last year we had a, a good group of volunteers and we were way way more organized and we only had one stage to run, so that was kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Was good. I got to. Oh, I got what like three hours on the board the entire time. This year, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty close. Yeah, normally you're good, and then this year you're like, guys, can I can I run the board for a second? Like, <laughs> like no, Jeff, no, back off. You slap my hands, and I run away crying. <laughs> but I brought everybody food, so I was the intern this year. I know, which is great, and we have an intern that we brought for the past. Yeah, but he was. I don't know if he listens to this, but Josiah, come on, man, you got it. You got to get with it. You got it. You got it. You got to get move faster. Well, I. I don't know if you know this, but I'm always amazed. He so every year he he interns and helps us out with random stuff and takes pictures and whatever else. But he doesn't have catering passes like yeah. we do, so we can go get food any given time. But somehow he always gets food from catering. Yeah, I have no like Lola brought it, or whoever it was. Some assistant in in catering just kept bringing him food. I'm like, what the crap? We didn't have enough passes. Yeah, like we we would we would have to go to the place to get food. Meanwhile, Josiah is sitting down doing nothing, and someone would bring him food. <sighs> must be. I don't know how must that works be nice out. to be young. I mean, that's what yeah. it is. I mean, I'm friends with the person that runs catering, and I still have to go get it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what yeah, a soul so, fest is like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good, it's good, and I I hope we get uh, get a stage, hopefully two stages again this year, because that would be. I mean, we just we do fun. it for a better price than pretty much anybody else. So that yeah, and we do. I think we do a better front of house than most people. Just saying. Uh, yeah, our equipment isn't as good. Right, but but our mixes. Our mixes. Yeah, we actually use effects once in a while. <laughs> once in a while. Dude, yeah. whoever uh, I mean, I'm not gonna like trash talk yeah. any companies by name, but there have been times no, when no, like no. huge, huge companies, multi million dollar companies, are providing front of house, and it's the driest mix I've ever heard. And if you'd ever heard this band's yeah. music, you'd know you need to have some delay in there once in a while. But yeah, I think it's the benefit too, is because you guys were with Cardia, and, and a lot of the bands that come back, uh, other than the big names, which you know you can listen to on a CD or whatever, are like repeating bands, right? So like Epic Season every year, I know what they yep. sound like and and everything else. It just kind of makes it yeah, better it, if you know what you're. It's a big into. benefit. And having played in a band, I know what I want to listen for for a yeah. band I'm unfamiliar with too. I don't play in that band yep. anymore. I want to emphasize that I just kind of do sound for them once in a while. And um, yep. whenever I'm at a show, they're like, "Come up and play the floor time at the end of this. It'll be great." I'm like, "Yeah, no one." Everyone expects it now. It's no longer a special thing. Like, oh, Jeff's on stage again. Yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the other thing, too, I actually, I don't think I told you this. So I did the the show right before I left last week for Indianapolis. Uh, the one with uh, the wedding band. They had to use the X32 board. Oh, Justin Joyner's band? Um, oh, was it Gravity? Yeah. Yeah, gra- Gravity. Uh, which, by the way, I didn't know the X32 board was just a rack console as well as oh, yeah. a full... Oh, yeah. So there's there's the X32 producer, X32C, X32, and then the X32 rack. And, yeah. Uh, so I didn't know he, I didn't know it came as a rack. I thought that was only up to 24. Uh, yeah. So, so you can um, you can just run a D-Snake with it, and you can have all, all 32 mm. that way. But yeah, he, it, that's an easy gig for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was... I mean, all I had to show up was an iPad and some speakers, and it was all good. Yep. Um, which props to the 
the uh, electric voice speakers that we we use. Uh, so he had his Yamaha speaker outside for the wedding itself, not the reception. Right. And it overheated in the sun and shut off. Oh, I'm not surprised. I think it's a it's a yeah. Yamaha DBR, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he, I actually brought one outside and let him use it for, for the oh, wedding. Nice. Um, and it worked great. It was in the sun for an hour and a half. A fun, a fun so. thing I learned about Yamaha stuff recently, which I'm surprised I didn't know this already. Um, they partnered with a company called Nexo to make line array system stuff. Like Nexo does line arrays. Hmm. Like Life Church uses a bunch of them, and they're um, they're they're everywhere, and they sound amazing. Nexo yeah. partnered with Yamaha when making the DXR system, which is what um, I usually use for those guys. But I had to have mm-hmm. it at another gig. The subs that you were using were were DXS. So a similar series, yep. but just yep. for subs. Um, yep. Nexo partnered with them, but they didn't help the design on the DBRs, which are a little cheaper than the um, the DXRs, which is what uh, Justin was using, which that could have contributed <laughs> to why it overheated, but you should never have speakers yeah. in direct sunlight anyway. No, I know. That was unavoidable, oh, yeah. but That's yeah, the way that is. outdoor weddings. Yeah. yeah. Um, but either way, so that was my first experience with X32. I went to a show last night in Massachusetts, in Worcester. Oh, uh, if you're from Massachusetts, it's Worcester. Yeah, Worcester. Worcester. But it's like Worcester or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Those massholes, massholes, man, they don't know what's going on. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So I went to this show, right? And it was a a really good show in terms of, um, it was at the, you're going to know this too, the the Palladium. 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 See, I can't pronounce anything from Massachusetts. Okay, I gotcha. So that's where it was. And it wasn't in like the... From my understanding, they have like a bigger room that's like seating and I all that so, stuff. Yeah. This was like just in the bar. Like there was maybe you could fit 100, 150 people who, there. Uh, so like it who was, was a, it? So um, I got to look that up. So the first band was Virals, Vitals, something okay. like that. And then there was a band. Was, was it um, was oh, it Rivals? No, okay. it was. Yeah, something else. And then there was another band called Have Mercy. Uh, my favorite band, this is the band I went to go see, uh, Being As An Ocean, yep. was there. And then Counterparts, who I've never heard of before. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but either way, so Being As An Ocean, I was there for it, and I'm, I walk in the room. I pulled the Jeff. <laughs> I walked in the room, and I got a drink, went right to the back, and was standing next to the soundboard, and I look over, and it's an X-32. They are everywhere. And I immediately was like, oh my gosh, like... I'm like now expecting the worst in this room. Um, I was not prepared and my judgment did not prove me wrong. So like I, the first band goes up and it is the crappiest vocal mix ever. And I'm like, I'm not into the first band. Like I'm there for the third band. So for the first two sets, I'm not really, I don't really care. Um, so I'm standing next to the guy who's doing front of house. He mixed for maybe like the first 20 minutes and then didn't pay attention to the rest yep. of the set. And I looked over with his first mix and he had almost everything flatlined. So everything was, all, all the faders were at Unity? No, no, no. The EQ. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I was like looking at one and he took out like, he did a low cut at 80 and then like cut out at 300 and then everything else was flat. And it was like for a vocal and I was like, oh. Let's just make the whole spectrum present for him. Let's just confuse I, everybody. I was, uh, it was, it was like killing me. I almost like was like can I just do this? This is, this is driving me insane. Um, and then I realized, so I, I went on my phone cause I mean, you know, I work in it and software engineering. Yep. So being the guy that I am, I was like, Oh, I still have the X32 app on my oh phone my and they definitely use Wi-Fi to control this board. <laughs> you, 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 so I you turned, didn't, 
<laughs> I tried. <Okay. laughs> so I, I, I turned my settings on and found the Wi-Fi. But then I found out that the board is actually owned by Being As An Ocean, the band I was there oh. to see. So they were pulling a Cardia where they were doing production yep. for the show, which made sense because when they came on stage, you could tell it was mixed for yep. them. Like it, it then sounded perfect. So they had backing tracks uh, synced with scenes in the X32 and synced with the lighting and just had their entire set. Oh, synced they just up trigger everything was, with MIDI? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it was good. Because it was their system. And as soon as they play, I was like, oh, this makes yep. sense. Because the first two bands were okay. Their audio was terrible, but they were okay. And then when they came up, it sounded that's great. Kind of, um, that's kind of, that's a thing with a lot of touring artists. Like, um, all right, so we played with a band that I'm not going to mention their name. Um, mm-hmm. We we had to provide, we were like local support. And they weren't going to add us to the show, even though we're like, hey, people in this town know us and your ticket sales kind of yeah. suck right now. So they added us to the bill and we immediately sold them like 300 tickets. I don't oh, I wow. don't really contribute that to us or attribute that to us. Yeah, the yeah. timing just worked out like that. I'm sure we were responsible for some of them. Um, so sure, sure, so sure. we get added onto this show as local support and they're like, but you have to bring your own everything except for front of house. Like you don't have to bring your own speakers for front of house. So we brought like at this point we had a mix wizard. We had... Um, we had just bought a bunch of Sennheiser G3 in-ears, so that was cool. Um, so we ran mm-hmm. everything ourselves and then gave them a left and a right that they could add to their... Um, I think they were using like a like an SC48 from Avid, uh, which is a... Oh, okay. I, I hate those things. I used to love those boards, but like they, I'm, I'm yeah. so over them. They uh, they gave, they put a limiter on us and they they kept us to like eighty five decibels. We're like, come on, like we're a rock band. You gotta you gotta throw it. Wow. Um, but that's yeah. usually how it works with the tour. The the engineers, the audio production company, are contracted to provide for you know bands A, B, C, and D, and they're not contracted to provide for any local artists. And gotcha. sometimes that's what happens with like um, with that show with um, being uh, being as notion. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. That's probably what happened. Though, if you're using an X32 on tour, you don't get to play that card. Not 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 if you work for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was tough too because like all four bands, they've they're still on tour with them. It's not like they had a local. Oh, band those guys are four. on the road with them. Yes. Man, what the? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's what I was like too. As it gets digital, you should be able to save this and move on. But right, like just yeah, clean clean up the vocals at least a little bit. Yeah, I will say that I feel like their their front of house guy was definitely a drum tech because for every band the drums were like on okay. point. That could be. But everything else was no. Was it the same no. guy for all four bands? Oh, yes, man, that's the same front of house no. guy. He yeah. just needs to work harder for his money, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was at least happy that they were the board was theirs though because that was the whole reason I went out and it was a great show. By the end of it, um, they had some pretty cool stuff with lighting. I'm going to say that was. Stuff I haven't seen before that was interesting. They did a whole ton of haze, and they didn't have a lot of movers, but they did some weird things with um, those lights that have multiple colors. But like, if you change the color, it also like moves like those LED bars, right? Oh, yeah. But if I use yep. blue, it's like over a slot, so they kind of use that position yeah, like the, to do some the cool Chave stuff. The Chave color strip, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I haven't seen some stuff like that. I'll send you pictures because it was it was actually pretty cool. Right. But yeah. Um. All right. Last thing that we have time to talk about, um, what are you, and th- this could be us just talking about what we have to get ready anyway, for the concert that we're doing together next oh, month, yeah. Mac mm-hmm. Brock. Yeah. What, uh, what are you bringing and what are you, 
what do you put into a to a show like this? All right, so for something like this where we're what are we anticipating like between 700 and 2000 people, something like that? Yeah, 2000 would be high. I would say definitely realistically between 700 and 1500. Okay. So for something like this and this is what I put the invoice as and it's I mean it's for you guys in City Church, so like I'll be a little flexible with it anyway. Right, um, right, right, right. Um, originally, I was going to do it with an Allen Heath QUSB that I know you're familiar with. For those of you listening who don't know what that is, it's just a rack unit that can uh, that I just control off of an iPad, and I have 32 channels of control. I have 10 outputs of control. It's pretty awesome. It's great, but um, I guess I need to have all. I need to have 10 monitor mixes for this, so I'm, I can't bring that because I just won't have. I'll have enough to do it, but I won't have any breathing room. So if I have to add something or right. run center fills, which I'm going to, I won't have room for it. So I'm bringing yep. out an, um, an X32. Oh, my God. No. Um, <laughs> I'm bringing out the Midas Pro 2, uh, which gives me uh, – I, I don't even know what it is. Is it – I think it's I think it's 20 outputs that I can use, um, something mm-hmm. like that. So I'll be using that for my front of house, and we can do monitors off of that as well. And for my uh, front of house uh, – uh, speakers i'm going to be using uh some isp i want to say they're um they're hdm uh 15s i could be wrong um they're 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 pretty high end as far as uh, point source speakers go but i've got a, yep. a couple of their subs coming with me i'll probably bring my little ev subs with them just to give a little more yeah. clarity on the outside and i'm going to run center fills of the either the um other uh, high definition monitors from ISP or the EV ZLX 12Ps, which we're all like really familiar with. And uh, and on top of that, just you know a plethora of microphones and stuff like that. But it's it's a pretty decent uh, decent array, and I'm also trying to keep it at a budget that the church. Well, yeah, exp- the venue's huge too. Like even though the the people's only seven hundred fifteen hundred, the room can fit double that. Easily. Yeah. The other issue we run into there is that they're putting the stage in the center. And that gives us limited access to power. Oh, um, no, I didn't know that. So they're moving the stage up. Yeah. So you know the drop dead center in the gymnasium that we used yeah. to use just for front of house power. Yeah. 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 Um, yep. The stage is going to be pretty much right over that. And I swear, uh, Nathan, if the leg of the stage is covering that plug, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> it's okay. I'll help you run um, extension cords. I'll yeah. grab some from Rensselaer because I did spend like the first month trying to figure out where the power should come from on the wall. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we can use power from under all the concessions. The only issue we might have is some ground trouble because they're going to be coming from. They are ground boxes. troubles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we could run a distro and and run our you know our big power like we do at Soulfest, but and that's that's just going to add more money to it. Yeah, and I don't think they have the staff to figure out how to hook that up. Well, that's the thing. My electrician is good everywhere in New York except for Albany. because <laughs> oh. <laughs> so like, so Al- Albany's not res- uh, doesn't have any reciprocity, so he's licensed in Troy, but he's not licensed in Albany. Oh, that's weird. Um, yeah, the Albany is like that. Whatever. Yeah, that's why I don't live figure. there anymore. Yeah, go figure. Yep. Um, um, so yeah, it'll so be um, it'll it'll be uh, pretty good. I know I know what I'm charging, but I also know what some of my competitors charge, which is why I know how I can get away with uh, uh, cutting corners on things. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah. No matter what, because of how big of a night it's going to be. I mean, you're loading in Thursday night. We'll be there most of the day Friday events friday night right yep. and i'll be i'll be loading out that night as well because i've got to drive yeah. to um i've got a small event that i'm running out here but one of my other guys is going to take care of it on saturday and sunday and then i'm actually running an event down in uh in tennessee on sunday 
Oh yeah, so definitely load up Friday night, which we'll have more more enough people to help you out. But oh uh, yeah, I'll have three of my guys. I'll have Billy with me, and I may have a, a new guy that I'm kind of training up, who is like he plays guitar, so he at least has a foundation in music, but he's not an sweet. engineer. Yeah, that's so fine. He, he should be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was hoping you're going to say Derek, but that's fine. I'll I'll let it go. Um, I, I wish I could get Derek, man. He actually lives right down the road from there now, so that might happen. Maybe you should just tell him that he can just come anyway. Yeah, like Derek, you want to come and learn stuff? You want to yes. see the the big board Please. in action? Yes. Yeah. Everyone um, wants everybody wants Derek, man. It's the funniest thing. I know. Uh, it's great. <laughs> there's a festival down in New Jersey that Cardia is producing. They're like, hey, can you or Nathan or oh man, is Derek available? Is Derek coming? <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not, and I think I asked you about it, and you're not available. No. <laughs> and neither is Derek. And I'm like, oh man. Yeah, yeah that sticks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like hanging out with Derek too. But Yeah, yeah. It was a fun crowd. That's all it was. It was the three of us and Josiah, but whatever. No big Whatever. Guy. He he's he he didn't get a catering pass, so he didn't yeah, count. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, cuz I mean, I'm trying to think the input list we have too. There's a lot of DIs cuz there's a lot of tracking and clicks. You told me you told I need at least 60 DIs for yes. the the three different iPads. Yes. Yeah. You actually haven't sent me an input list yet. You said you were going to, Nate. Come I know. On, I have it typed up. I'm going to send it to you. I do okay. have it almost done because I want to make sure it's hopefully good my and it internet hasn't changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make sure it's solidified. I've got plenty of channels to work with, but yeah. Change yeah, the channel account should be the same, but what's on the other end of the channels is still up in the air. So, mm-hmm. um, And I have to give you a stage plot, too, which I think I have a pretty good idea, but the day of, if we have to move something, I'm sure we'll... We got, do it on the fly. I've, I have. I actually did the math on it. I've got like a mile and a half of XLR cable now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So we should be good. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. So no, I think that'll be a good event. I mean, that's that's like a a bigger one. I don't I don't know in terms of all the shows that you do, but I feel like it's kind of on the bigger side of of stuff that you do at like week in week out, right? Right. The weekend. I mean, I'm usually just running the club scene in Saratoga, New York. Um, yeah. Like we uh the, for the Travers weekend, for example, we ran three of the shows in that in that city, yeah. And um and then the other day we did a bunch of weddings in the area, and you and you ran one of them, and Billy ran an event down in downtown Saratoga, and that's usually what we do all the time. And mm-hmm. the bigger events are way more fun, way more work, but a little bit more money. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, which is great because I mean that's that's the benefit for you, right? Is you have all this equipment where you can do this one big show, but you can also do three to four little shows, like no problem. Yeah, I built it so I have a, like a modular system that I can use somewhere. And then if I really need to throw all of it together, it works really well. It doesn't look all that weird, even though not all of it's the same brand. I'm, I'm mostly a Yamaha and EV guy as yeah. far as front of house goes. But um, I've been using my 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 uh, ETX 18 SP subs, which are the... Yeah, which is like great. The, That's the one I grabbed, right? Uh, you had the... Um, no, I had the Yamahas. I'm sorry. Yeah, you had the Yamahas. Yeah. You have uh for the church you guys have one of the the EKX 15. 15s. Yeah. These are the these these are the step above ETX and they're a size larger too and these things are amazing for the money. Best best like prosumer one there is. Yeah. And yeah, easier yeah. to move than my ISP ones. You'll see why. Well, I've seen the ISP <laughs> ones. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. they're big. Yeah. I loaded those like by myself a couple weeks ago into the van. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that because like no, nobody was available except for like my wife and I'm not going to like make and her trunks. help me carry. Yeah. My dog could kind of help, but he just like bark at me and try to eat them. So, you know, <laughs> so, that's all it is. his name is trunks. Can I eat that picture? Yeah. yeah. Full name. <laughs> that's no full abbreviation. Name. Yeah. No, that's good. 
Um, so Jeff, before we sign off, is there anything else that you want to mention with audio engineering? I really appreciate you you coming on and talking. And yeah, uh, man. we've been talking this. about doing this for months. Just finally had the time. I know <laughs> it's great though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anything else? I mean, I, I mean, there's a there's so much else. Do you want like? I know we'll be we'll there'll be another episode like part two of like real. You know, I'm never more, doing I'm never but, doing this again. Wow, that hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I can give like. Like my my quick like top three tips on how to not I want, suck I want at audio. Your top three tits, yeah. Or top three Ooh. tips, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> don't edit that out. That was good. Number one, stop buying cheap equipment. Good. So uh, I'll elaborate on that quick. Um, Behringer, for the most part, their stuff is worthless. Don't buy their microphones. Don't buy their yes. wireless units. Don't buy their speakers. You can buy an X32. It'll definitely do the job, but it will take you ten hours to make a room sound good. Yes. All right, so that's one. Number two is stop buying cheap equipment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not going to sound. It's not going to sound good if you don't do it. Like stick with the industry standards, like Shure, Sennheiser, and Audix. Those are all three great companies with decently priced equipment in every level. Um, yep. We we use a plethora of all of them. My drum mics are pretty much all Audix because yep. they sound great. I've that's everywhere I feel first choice. I always go Audix for drum mics too. I'm with It you. seems like it's going that way now, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. I've got Shure stuff. I've got AKG stuff. It's great. AKG for the studio is fantastic. Agreed. Um, Plus one on that. Yeah, yeah. Right. But always, always mix with the microphone. That's my real number two. Um, some people don't sound right on an SM58. You might want to use like an Audix OM5 or use a, a Sennheiser 935 or 945. We actually did that at Soulfest this year. We started with 58s and realized there was something with the the room or something, and we switched yep. a bunch to Ace, right? Uh, Audix, Audix, Audix OM5s. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they, they are they're better for making vocals cut over a noisy room. Yep. And uh, the room we were in is made of wood and stone. So yeah. It's, so it's it needed real bad. Room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, we that's that's the. That's what we use, the, OM, the OM5. They aren't great with handling noise, so if you're using yeah. it like a handheld mic and running around with it, it's a little Ugh. noisy. Um, not so bad. That's the one thing Shure really has on everybody else. Um, yeah. And uh, so, so mix with the microphone. Start with a good microphone, and if your source is good, because if your singer sucks, you can only make them louder. You can't really make them any better. Um, yeah, that's true. What would yep. my number three be? Oh, yeah, don't try to do it yourself. <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing, call someone for help or hire a company like Apex Audio Visual Solutions. Boom. Look at that. So look at that plug. Sponsor, sponsor on episode one, sponsor on episode 19, Apex Audio. If you're in the Capital Region area, whatever, and you need an audio company. Capital we'll Region, nothing, man. We're, we're the whole East Coast now, yeah. There you go. East Coast, even better. You can call or just go to Jeff's website, apexaudio.net. Boom. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yep. Yep. Cool. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, 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 I really appreciate it. For everyone who listened, I want to make sure that you can find more. You can find us at theengineerofwhat.com. We'll have show notes, show links at the bottom, some stuff back to Jeff's, which if you think Jeff is funny and uh, thinks he's tolerable to listen to, not great, but tolerable to listen to, uh, Jeff has a podcast called The High oh, Ground yeah, Podcast. Right. You want to do a quick shout out, High Ground? Sure. So The High Ground Podcast is a reference to uh, the Anakin and Obi-Wan high ground memes from Star Wars. This is just a nerdy podcast. We talk about geek culture, meme culture, video games, movies, things like that. And uh, we're generally drinking when we do it, and we have this thing called Daddy Soda. It's great. Or when, when your wife was on it, we called it Mama Juice, and she hasn't talked to me since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. I was on one episode, or I guess three, but it was one yeah, session. Yeah, split up. For yeah, the, yeah. For the Witcher. For kids. Yeah, it was real fun. 
Anyway, that's all we have for this week. I want to thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all real soon. Bye.